everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Spill the D. I'm Sabrina, one of your hosts, and I'm joined, as always, with my happy, merry, holly jolly host, Gina. Nailed it. First try. Beautifully done. Just had to write it out real quick. Stay to the end of the episode. You'll hear us trying to figure out exactly what the words are to that song. (laughs) Always a very fun time. As you can tell, we are talking about Christmas. Christmas fun in the park. If you missed it last week, we talked about Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and the resorts. So today we got Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Disney Springs. Beautifully. And to kick it off, hence the Holly Jolly Mary. No! Happy Mary Holly Jolly. Jolly. We are talking about Hollywood Studios first. Yeah, so we are pre-recording this, so if any news pops up, we will put it in right here. Enter. Enter here. As you can assume, December is a pretty busy month, so a lot of pre-recording is happening. Especially when you don't live in the same state as your family. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's edit in some Disney news. First, I just want to talk to you guys about the elephant in the room. I am so sorry about this mic's terrible audio during this episode. It'll get fixed at about 10 to 15 minutes into the episode. I think I might have bumped it when we started and it knocked it out of the computer. So thank you guys for sticking through this as long as you are and for sticking through for the whole episode. I swear it's worth it. Sab and I had a great time recording this one. And then on to Disney news. Only really have one thing that we felt was important enough to edit in, so let's talk about it. Splash Mountain of officially has a closing date January 23rd 2023 Splash Mountain will be closing and it will not be reopening as Splash Mountain it'll be reopening in 2024 as Tiana's Bio Adventure so if you want to get on the ride you're coming on to the last month and a half to ride it and that's all we're going to do today for Disney news because it's Christmas time so let's go back to Christmas time at the parks Wow, isn't that news fascinating? Let's talk about Hollywood Studios. <laughs> A little note from our sponsor. Do, do, do. Little, like gong or noise that needs to go. Our podcast, as you guys know, is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Co., which is a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency, 407 and Beyond books and plans, family vacations to destinations such as Walt Disney World, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, and much more. It does not cost extra to book with them. Their services are 100% free. We love free. Vacation planners help plan their clients' perfect family vacations, so all they have to do is show up, have fun, and create those family memories. You can start by getting a free, no-obligation quote at www.407vacations.com. Yeah, you can. Hollywood. This park is our favorite park during Christmas time. It's our favorite in general, but like at Christmas time, I don't, something about it, guys. It's just like, old Hollywood does Christmas right. It is beautiful. Their Halloween decorations, disappointing. Christmas decorations, on fire. And they do like... (laughs) Almost the entire park. Every little bit of each park. It's just so beautifully done and so worth going to see. And you really get, like, a classical Christmas feel with it. And I absolutely love it. This is Rainbow Lights, the whole park. (laughs) That is a reference to last episode, if you missed it. 
for anyone who doesn't know, there are two types of people. There are rainbow lights and white lights people at Christmas time. And I think it tells you a lot about someone, what kind of lights they use. And Sab and I are rainbow light people. And so is Hollywood Studios, actually, though. <laughs> There's a lot of white lights. That's a good mix. Yeah, but they have the really big ones over on Toy Story Land because you're small. That's true. You're a toy. So they're like whopping. Like, I want those kind of lights in my house. That's what I'm saying. They sell them, but you have to buy them by the light. They're so expensive. Like, what? It takes over the whole thing. I don't know. It's a whole thing. How cool would it be if they were like clap on lights for all of them? <laughs> That'd be expensive. Timers alone, I just paid like 12 bucks for a timer. Being an adult is expensive. I saw this thing. I was reading this long book and it was like the 20s is like your trial and error of doing something you've never done before that's really hard and then the end like it literally was like period and then it says adulting <laughs> i completely agree with that that's why i just avoid it and go to disney at christmas time and run around hollywood studios so hollywood studios besides the fact that the park is absolutely gorgeous there are so many other things that are Christmas themed in the park. Tower of Terror, first of all, the holiday projections that they put on Tower of Terror are so cool. They change constantly. There isn't just one. Some of them it's just like a present. Some of them it looks like it's got like ugly sweaters going. Kind of similar to what they do on the castle. It's beautiful. They do a full show on it. They have the snope come down. If you don't know what snope is, it's the snow that they make out of soap because it doesn't snow in Florida. Snope. Really <laughs> creative name. I love it. It's just awesome. It is, really is. It is a beautiful portion of the park. It's great at night. It's lit up beautifully. And the shows that they do on the Tower of Terror, they'll just get you in the Christmas spirit whether you want to be in it or not. I love this park. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there like a billboard? A couple years ago that had Sven and Olaf on it. Yeah, so the billboard would have different videos that would change because it also did like the Swedish fi Swedish fish. <laughs> Swedish <laughs> chef from the Muppets and he would yeah. be on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> what a time. So that is what you're going to find over on Sunset Boulevard. It's going to be great old Hollywood, the red and white stars, the lights going down, the projections on the Tower of Terror. It's beautiful it's gonna be all up and down it if we go back towards the front of the park towards hollywood boulevard they have garland going up and down the up and down the road different lights up and down the road all beautifully set up and one of the things that they actually have which i think is really interesting they have you know like the christmas villages and like the like christmas figurines that like i'm gonna say your grandma would have or maybe like your aunt would have yes they have giant versions of those in the like shrubberies out that way kind of towards hollywood brown derby they have those out and it really does give that like old school keep in mind hollywood studios in the original rendition of it before they really changed everything was kind of set in like hollywood in the 1930s and 40s yeah like tower of terror is supposed to be hollywood 1939 and so grandma's decor, not mm -hmm. more decor. <laughs> so it gives the it gives the feeling of Christmas in the 1930s and 40s. I can't say that the Christmas villages are just my grandma's because I have a Christmas village at my house and a train that goes around my tree, but 
That, it's also what I grew up with and what my mom grew up with and then probably what her parents grew up with. True. True, true, true. So they have great decorations like that throughout. And then we go to my favorite part. Echo Lake. It's like, what is your favorite part? The tree at Echo Lake. Uh, actually, you know what? Tower Terror, the Sunset Boulevard, that might be my favorite part. The tree at Echo Lake is just so freaking beautiful. I really like Gertie with his little... If For those who don't know, Gertie is the dinosaur. I like him with his Santa hat on. I think he's the cutest little dinosaur ever. <laughs> with the ornament coming out of their mouth yeah he's so cute okay i have a question for you it doesn't have to do with christmas at all you think gertie's a boy i always thought gertie was a girl <laughs> why do you have to ask me these things why can't i just have gertie be gertie <laughs> no you can i just i'm interested in what everyone else thinks because we got a 50 50 split right here on if gertie's a boy or a girl dinosaur I've never, I think I just say he, like, as the, like, main pronoun, but, like. Like, if I was talking about Gertie, I would have said she. Interesting. Although I did accidentally say they there because I was trying to, like, not say what I thought it was. Yeah. No, I want to know what the old things. I think, like, you know how girls name their cars, like, guy names, guys name their cars, like, girl names, like. Mm -hmm. I feel like Gertie is, like whatever and like you know obviously there's no like pest we can run <laughs> okay wait something noticeable <laughs> so my car is named pegasus but i call it peggy is my car a boy car or a girl car oh that'd be really rude if that was a guy car named peggy <laughs> but like pegasus kind of sounds more like a boy yeah is pegasus a boy I'm pretty sure in Hercules, Pegasus is a boy. They make it a girl. A girl? Oh, you're a girl dragon! <laughs> I'm Carlos, you're a girl dragon! Hmm. Wow. I That's right. This is all stuff that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I'm just really curious. And I'm totally, when we post this episode, going to put a poll on Instagram of is Peggy, or is Peggy, is, is Gertie Peggy? a boy or a girl dinosaur? Of course you're a girl of dragon. <laughs> the Echo Lake and Gertie are just, they're so festive. They put these giant ornaments out in the lake. They have these old school Santa and reindeer and candy cane ornament medallion things on the poles. Like, I don't even know, decor, decor decorations. These words are all, whatever word it's supposed to be is just so over my head. I don't know. It's beautiful. I love Christmas. I love Hollywood Studios. It's so great. It is great. Everything about it is great. So great. New things to come this year. Actually, there's only one. They wrote extra fun with Olaf for the Frozen show. I'm not going to ruin this for anybody because I read every detail of it. If you want to be surprised, I'm letting you be surprised. Go see the Frozen show. Figure out what they're doing with that. The Frozen show does get a Christmas overlay. Are they they're doing something extra with Olaf this year? Is Josh Gad there every day? I'm not going to say anything. Wow, that would be cool. Because <laughs> he might be. He did show up one day when mm -hmm. we were there. And I think that was December. Oh, 
It was December. And I was wearing this exact outfit that I'm wearing right now. Yes. There are a lot of celebrities that, oh my God, I was wearing this. Oh my God, we're wearing the exact outfit we were wearing that day. Am <laughs> I wearing the same shirt? No, I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt. So I remember I was wearing this, my thing, and then I was wearing a Volcom shirt underneath. And Kayla was like, take your sweatshirt off, like if you're hot. And then she was like, no, put it back on. That's not a Christmassy photo. <laughs> That's hilarious. With the ham. You got yelled at. I did. She said, what are you wearing? <laughs> I, said, I don't know. I just walked out of the house. Everyone needs the friend to say, what are you wearing? I got dressed and we came to the park. That was the plan. <laughs> my sister is the queen of... Is that what you're going to wear? Yeah. So that's really cool. But on a normal day, they do have an overlay with Christmas for that show. So it is exciting to find out what they're going to be doing with extra fun with Olaf. Also over in that section of the park, the Hollywood and Vine, where they have a buffet, becomes a holiday dine for Hollywood and Vine. What they do is their characters will be wearing holiday attire. They actually change their outfits for every holiday, which I think is really, really cool. So any time of year that you go, they will have on different clothes. Halloween, they're all in their costumes. Christmas, they're all decked out in their holiday attire. So that's Minnie's Holiday Dine over at Hollywood and Vine for a nice Christmas meal. Perfect. What else do we got in Hollywood Studios? Santa Claus! So Santa Claus gets to go down Hollywood Boulevard. He rides down Hollywood Boulevard and then the rest of the parade in a red convertible. How snazzy. <laughs> it's a Santa cavalcade. He has elves. It's awesome. Still creepy, even in the red convertible. <laughs> That's so weird that you find Santa creepy, for the record. I think as a child, I really enjoyed him. I did not like the Easter Bunny. But, like, as I get older, I just feel like it's so creepy. I had the opposite experience. I was afraid of Santa as a child. I used to lock my windows. Because that was how... We didn't have a chimney. So I was told that he was going to come in through the window. And I didn't want him coming through my bedroom window. So I would lock the windows. I have to say, I've never given it thought about a stranger coming into the house or, like... You know, like, I was just like, oh, Santa brings presents. Okay, end of story. Well, Santa's not a stranger. To me, he is. He doesn't live in my house, and he's in my house while I'm sleeping. That's a stranger. But, like, it's it's not the same, because he's magic. And, like, he wouldn't hurt you. Yeah, but, you know, like, as a kid, I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) And that was how I felt until I would go to bed on Christmas Eve. And then I'd be like, that's great. Thanks for coming, but you're not coming through my window. And I would lock the window. That's so funny. So Santa comes through in the convertible with the elves, and it's all fun and beautiful and Christmassy. And then the last thing that we have for Hollywood Studios that you have to look forward to is the decorations in Toy Story Land. Which are amazing. The toys that are out and about get their Santa hats. There's giant Christmas cookies. There's giant ornaments everywhere. Because... Toy Story Land, you are the size of a toy, which means a regular ornament is going to be massive for you. Or a Christmas cookie is going to be massive. So that is all there. Buzz has his Santa hat on. It's really just like fun and rainbow light vibes. 
And ham. I don't know if they bring back ham every year, but ham is always a fun part. A that's, ham the, that's the giant Christmas cookie. The ham cookie. <laughs> I like the giant alien ornaments. Don't they do an overlay of a Christmas song on the alien saucers? You know what? I was thinking about that, but honestly, I think it sounds like a Christmas song all the time. So I didn't, I don't know for sure. I can't give a 100% answer on that one. So I don't remember writing it during holiday time. Yeah, I'm not positive on that. I honestly, all year round, think it sounds like Christmas music. I don't know if there's more to Hollywood Studios than just awesome in-your-face decorations. There might be snacks and treats here and there. Oh, absolutely. I would recommend grabbing, like, a Mickey bar or dessert item, and I would sit on a bench and I would watch just, like, the projections on Tower of Terror. That would be a great nighttime little tradition. They used to have the prep and landing show on the Chinese theater. I did look. It doesn't look like it's back this year. Hopefully, they'll change that, and it will come back as it gets closer to the holidays. But as of right now, it's not. But it is just a nice place to be in the at the holiday season. So from Hollywood Studios, let's go to Epcot. Let's go. Let's go. I feel like the first thing that's the most obvious is the festival of the holidays. What? <laughs> this is my favorite festival. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about this. Every time I feel like I'm shocked. Yeah, every time. So my rank is festival of the holidays. Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, and then Festival of the Arts. I actually have not been to Festival of the Arts. I miss it by, like, a day every time, either too early or too late. I think that that would be ranked above Food and Wine. Huh. Although Food and Wine impressed me this year. It was better than in past years. They had a lot bigger of a variety than before. At least I felt with the alcohol they did. But no, Festival of the Holidays is my favorite. I feel like this year they really wanted to go out with a bang. Because for two years, they were, like, kind of on a... Modified. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't think of the word. So then, like, everything was just, like, heightened for Food and Wine this year. Because I do Mm -hmm. feel like it was better than the past years. Yeah, I agree. I do like the Festival of the Holidays with all the cookies. Their cookie stroll. Their cookie stroll are so good. There's warm drinks. I feel like that's a really hard thing to understand is like, I am not a cold person. Like I'm not a cold drink person. Mm-hmm. So like having a hot toddy. <laughs> Love a good hot toddy. Only when I'm sick, but it gets the job done. <laughs> but it, like drinks like that, I feel like there's a lot of warmer options, which yeah. are usually all year round. And they just have delicious food. And it's the food from each country and how they celebrate the holidays. It's their traditional food. They do a full Hanukkah section, which I think is really cool. Never knew how much I liked a good Laki. Big yeah. fan. <laughs> Huge fan. I get at least two when I go. Two orders <laughs> of it. So Festival of the Holidays is definitely a whole different type of festival than what you're used to in Disney. In addition to all the food and the and the drinks, they also have representatives from the country that you're in telling you about their Christmas traditions and what they do at Christmas time. It's really cool. There's like performances with some. I just remember the violin player. He was my favorite, like top of the line, best performer. He was so good. I'm pretty sure that's where you were eating your your lucky. My lucky. That's in the in the Hanukkah section. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Singing, like one of their like traditional songs that they listened to. Um, there was obviously no words because it was a violin, but it was, uh, we were just standing like after the line, just staring at this guy. He was so good. He was so good. I also can like really appreciate a good violinist. I find it very impressive. I stood there waiting forever to see Lindsey Sterling do the violin. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we love that comes with the Festival of the Holidays, the Candlelight Processional. As the good Catholic girls that we are, we love hearing the story <laughs> of the birth of Christ. That is what it is. The Candlelight Processional is they have celebrity guest narrators who come in and they tell the story of the birth of Christ. And they tell the origin of Christmas is what they do. And that's in the American Adventure Pavilion. And we do have the list here, Sab, if you want to go through it, of who the narrators are. Okay, so from November 25th to November 26th, it is the guy from Shang-Chi, the main guy. Why can't I think of his name? Movie. Shang? Is it Shang? Well, he tells people it's Sean, but his actual name is Shang-Chi. Yeah, so Shang of Shang, Simu, um, oh man, I don't know, Liu? Should I pronounce that right? <laughs> Simulu? I, I I don't know how to say it. I'm really sorry, Sean. I'm really sorry, Shane. I don't know yeah, how to say your main character of that. He will be doing the readings. Um, then it's Edward James Almost. I don't know any of these famous people. He's an actor. Miami Vice. <laughs> That's what I got for you. That's what we got. So from the 27th to the 29th, it's the guy from Miami Vice. Then... <laughs> The 30th to the 1st is Raul Esperanza. What is, what, can people have easier names to pronounce? <laughs> Let's see. He's a Broadway he's, actor. He is. He's, he's what, that's what he's most known for. And, oh my god, wait, he's the lawyer in Law and Order, SVU. Oh, <gasps> cool. Second through the 3rd is Whoopi Goldberg, who's usually here for Christmas time. Um, the 4th through the 6th is Isabella Rossellini. She's an Italian actress, actually. Ah, very cool. These are fun people. Like, I feel like the last couple of years, there was, like, nobody that I knew. The 7th through the ninth is Damon John. Shark Tank. Interesting. For those who, when we said earlier for Josh Gad, he will actually be at Epcot December 10th through the 12th. Oh, maybe a little special surprise. That was when he popped in on the Frozen sing-along. Yeah, it was when he was there for that. (laughs) Just saying. Um, Then the 13th through 14th, Gloria Estevan. I don't actually know who that is, but I've heard that. She's a singer, an actress, I believe. Um, 15th through 18th is our favorite, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, it is. The ones that get sold out really fast. People wait like all day for him. He is a big deal. Those big names, they get sold out quick or people wait forever for them. So be warned. Yes. The 19th through the 20th is Marishka Hargitay. That is Olivia from Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Huh. Going with a real Law & Order theme. Mm -hmm. The 21st through the 23rd is Cal Ripken Jr. Is that a baseball player? It is. He is a retired baseball player. He was on the Orioles? He was on Backyard Baseball? We really? <laughs> on the video game. Interesting. I think he, I had his shirt. 
Yeah. Might have. He was on the Orioles, by the way. Yeah, you are correct. I just wanted to let you know that I'm 90% sure he was also in backyard baseball. Interesting. Um, Christmas Eve through the day after Christmas, we have Marie Osmond. How do you get that lucky to get that one? I mean, she is like crazy famous. So like, obviously that's a good person for it. Do you know who she is? She is from the Osmond family, like Donnie Osmond. She's the sister of them, of the Osmond oh. brothers. Sharon, did I tell you? That's Osborne. Did I tell you this story? Oh, okay. So Luke and I were listening to Black Sabbath the other day and he goes, yeah, like Ozzy Osbourne. And I was like, wait. This is why he, how he's famous. He's in. <laughs> he was in Black Sabbath. I literally had like a moment of like realization, and then everything made sense. And I literally was like having an out loud panic attack. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, oh, I never knew why he was famous. It's all coming together now. Osmond. I don't think I know the Osmonds. Yeah, you do. They do. They first of all, they're big at Christmas time. Donny Osmond is the singing voice for Your Love from Mulan. She does look familiar. It's literally the Osmond brothers. The Osmonds was the musical group, and it was all boys and her. She looks very Jersey. They're from Utah. That's so funny. 27th through 28th is Courtney Vance. He is an actor. Oh, that's a boy. That is a boy. He's an older actor. I don't think there is anything that he is in that you will know. Hmm. At first, I thought it was Monica, because I know her name is... I think her name is Courtney, really. Courtney Cox. Yeah. And then the 29th through the 30th is Angela Bassett. She is an actress, and she is actually Courtney Vance's wife. Ah. Hence why they do it back to back. Yep. Be there together. Sneaky ways to see the performance are to... I think you can... Can you pay for seating? No, so you can't buy a ticket flat out. The only way that you can, like, quote-unquote pay for it would be with a dining package, and that would guarantee you a spot. Yeah, so there's that option, and then there's waiting in line. Yeah, the dining package, I'd have to say, depending on who you are going to see, can be extremely worth it. You know who's not on there this year? Lieutenant Dan. Oh. I did forget that he was there. You know, I hit my top two. Whoopi Goldberg and Neil Patrick Harris are usually who I think of with Christmas. But it's Gary Sinise. He has the full Gary Sinise Foundation where he brings all of those kids to Disney World. I wonder if they're not doing it this year. Is he alive? He is alive still, yeah. <laughs> that would also help if he was, you know, deceased Why he wasn't there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. That's really interesting. I'm really, really curious why he's not doing it this year. But there are the dining packages that'll help you get a seat. And you do need to get there early enough. Like, so you do the dining package, you prepay for this meal, you go eat. And then when it's time for the show, you get there early and you go to a special line and you are bring, brought in and you are guaranteed a seat. Now, some of these, it can be like really worth it. You get your food, a drink, dessert, all that fun stuff with it. Regal Eagle Smokehouse, for instance, that's a quick service one. And you literally just need to go in the day of. And as long as there's still availability, you'll get it. Like it's same day reservations only for there. And that one's going to cost you $40. And then there are sit-down restaurants. You got Spice Road Table, Rosencrown Dining, Coral Reef, 
Lacellier, they are all regular sit down. Some of the buffets have it. The beer garden, the garden grill, which is bottomless. Acrostrus has it. Like they are all different prices. Cheapest being forty dollars for the quick service. Most expensive being Lacellier for the steakhouse, for the adult tickets. But you're guaranteed to see if you do this. So if the show is something that's really important to you and you were going to sit down to eat anyway, that is definitely a good way to do it. I agree. I would actually pay. I would pay money. No matter who it was to be there, I would just want guaranteed seats so I don't have to like elbow someone for a seat. When we waited to see Gary Sinise, it got to the point we were in the line and they came around. They were like, if you're past this point, you are not guaranteed that you're going to get in. Like you most likely will not be getting in. So we actually got out of line because we're like, all right, we're not going to waste this next hour or two of our time. If you're telling us that we're probably not getting in because we were pretty far back from the point where they stopped guaranteeing you. So we got out of line, we went around and we did whatever. And then we came back and we just stood there in the America pavilion and watched it. First of all, totally worth seeing no matter who the narrator is totally worth seeing but Gary Sinise was a more popular one so when we were standing there we were shoulder to shoulder in these crowds people could not get past because everyone was just blocking the way like the America Pavilion if you're trying to get through while one of these candlelight processions is going on you're not going to be able to especially if it's a big actor actress Mariska Hargitay Hargitay I'm sorry I would not want to try and get through while she's going. People love Law and Order. Like, it's going to be crazy on her turn. Neil Patrick Harris, you're done. Just don't even bother trying. Don't even go into Epcot. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind. If you're, and again, if you're going to eat anyway, it might really be worth it for you and your family to do the dining package and guarantee yourself a seat because this, the American Pavilion is chaos during these candlelight processionals. And it really is a beautiful show, especially if you are a religious person. They do it so well, and they really tell the story of Christmas, and, like, they tell the story of Christmas so well. I think it's so cool. I also would probably want to eat before then so I could just focus on the thing mm -hmm. instead of, like, trying to eat while you're there. So, like, the dining packages, for me, I feel like would be worth it. I have not done it for this show. I wish we would have. I've done it for Fantasmic, and I found it very worth it for Fantasmic. So I think it's worth it. That would be a good show to do it for. Because then you get centered seats, too. Well, and especially, like, with it just coming back now, I feel like it's going to be crowded for a really long time. Oh, it absolutely is. 100%. Um, other things like that. Those were, like, real top-notch festival candlelight. Um they do holiday-themed Living with the Land. Serena's they favorite. Put like, they put, like, a little sandman. So instead of, like, a snowman, they make him out of sand that they use there. And they point out everything. And, of course, always Living with the Land during festivals. They always tell you what they're using it with as far as what they grow. And then they're like, this is used here in this pavilion. So definitely... If you only want to ride it like one and done, I would recommend during Christmas time. <laughs> they also put lights all throughout it. It's they have really stockings hung up. There's a giant reindeer made out of bushes. It's really, really cool. I love it. Love it. I don't really ride this one, but if I get asked to ride it during Christmas time, I say yes. That is my, yeah. if I'm going to do it, like Seb said, if you're going to do it, this is the time to do it. Yeah. I would like to ride it every time I'm there, but a lot of 
the people I go with, it's usually a majority vote no. <laughs> so I really get my uses out when my family's here and we like mm -hmm. to ride it. Fair. The other ride that's going to have a holiday overlay this year is Guardians of the Galaxy. They're going to be putting on a holiday remix with some seasonal jams. We have, neither of us have looked up what the songs are going to be. We don't want to spoil it. We want it to be that when we ride it at the holidays, we experience it for the first time. I will say a friend of mine wrote it at the holidays. He said it was eh, which I was surprised by. Huh. But I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's meant to be with other songs. So like throwing these other ones on there. Did but in my brain, it's going to be the best ride ever. Yeah. I did watch the holiday special today. So I wonder if the songs from that are actually the songs in the the ride. Could be. Guess we got to go ride it and find out. Oh, guess we have to. Guys, it really <laughs> is one of the best roller coasters I've ever ridden. It was so It was good. so, like... When I was explaining it to my coworkers, I was saying it's very, very, like, 2022 technology. Like, it was just, like, really cool. I agree. Because, you know what? I think the best roller coaster I have ever been on now was probably Velocicoaster. But Velocicoaster was just a pretty basic roller coaster. It was really fast. But, like, technology-wise, it wasn't, like, there wasn't specialty to it in that. It was just a really good roller coaster. Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that is, you're right, it's high tech and you can feel it. Yeah. It's very, very well done. And it doesn't match anything else versus like Velocicoaster. There's like rides at Cedar Point that are like just as fat. It's obviously it's cooler because it's Jurassic Park and Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like in general, it's just cooler, but like, you know, just, it's just a, Really cool, fast roller coaster. What's it say that two of my favorite roller coasters I've ever ridden both feature Chris Pratt? I see your correlation here. It's always funny to me when, like, Hermione is also Belle. So she's Universal and Disney. Disney. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not editing that out for the record. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I actually saw somewhere online that Chris Pratt has made more money off of doing, like, the rides and the different things for the theme parks than he did on the movies. I can believe it. Like, he made more money doing the filming for the Velocicoaster than he did on Jurassic World. Well, you have to think about it. Like, there's more people, because they make money, what, based on, like, seeing the movie? Uh, it depends on your contract the streaming service you watch it on so like the amount of people that are at the amusement park are a lot more i feel mm -hmm. than the average person that watches a movie yeah if you work that out in the contract then yeah anything else you'd like to share about epcot their tree is right at the front of the world showcase it's a pretty cool tree it has stuff from all around the world on it really big really cool right at the front and center which is nice I think that's the only tree that has like like a real block around it. <laughs> like it's like a little white picket fence around it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh Animal Kingdom's tree has stuff around it. That's oh yeah. Because they have Hollywood Studios, they just stuck it in the middle of a lake. Yeah. It makes for an awkward picture angle. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's pretty. I just looked at old pictures of it. 
But that is really it for Epcot. So that brings us to Disney Springs. We've talked about this in a past episode, but at Disney Springs, there's a Christmas tree trail. They used to put it in one section. Now it's all spread across. Different theming for every different tree. The year that we went, they had, oh, they're just so cool. They're like very detailed, well-themed trees. They'd be like, if like, say the tree is like Captain Hook themed, they'd be like, oh, Captain Hook things like his hook, his hat, like small little details around the whole thing. Yeah. And it used to be that they were all in one spot. Now they spread them out throughout Disney Springs, you can go to guest services and get a map and then literally follow the map around and find them all. If you turn the map in at the end, you get a button or whatever. You get a little something, something for doing it. And the map has coupons on it. How fun. So the Christmas tree trail, totally worth seeing. They are out and about. You can literally get up close and touch them. They have the ornaments that they have for sale in like boxes on the tree. So you can't steal them, which I think is really funny. And definitely cool to see. That is really funny, actually. (laughs) Um, Another thing you can do there, you can meet Santa Claus. Because who would not want to do that? Besides Sabrina, who's afraid of him. (laughs) But for everyone else in the world, you can meet Santa Claus. He has a virtual queue, so you don't even have to wait in line. They'll call you when it's your turn. You can go ahead up and meet him, get your picture taken with him. He's at Once Upon a Toy this year. While you're walking around finding the trees, you might get a little hungry, a little thirsty. There's a lot of special holiday treats, and but one of the favorites that I want to talk about, it's not what Sab thinks I'm about to say. I'm actually going to talk about Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar. I knew you were going to say that. I thought you thought I was going to say Gideon's, because I wrote it there, but then I remembered about the Holiday Bar. (laughs) No, I knew you were going there. Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar is what it's normally called, and then during the holidays, they do a full overlay. They completely decorate it, deck it out for the season. Holiday-themed drinks and treats, and it's really fun to go into and get in the holiday spirit. It's also just a really good time, even without the holiday stuff, so that's just an added bonus. And they are rainbow. They're rainbow lights. They're rainbow lights people in there. We love a good rainbow lights person. (laughs) There's also special holiday treats all around Disney Springs. Obviously, there's Starbucks, too, if you want that. I think Joffrey's does all their holiday stuff. They usually do, like, a peppermint. And I don't know if they did gingerbread this year. When in doubt, if it's Christmas time, they're probably adding either peppermint or gingerbread. So that's a safe bet. Cinnamon. Yeah. But Starbucks doesn't have a gingerbread coffee this year. It is weird. They're usually on that. Gideon's is doing a lot of holiday treats this year. They have a, you know, the Andy's mints, those chocolate mints, an Andy's mints cookie. They also have coffees flavored towards that. Lots of holiday treats there. I did find what discounts are on the back of the Christmas tree stroll map. Make sure you go get it, even if you don't do the stroll. They have discounts up to 20% at some places for basin. Blaze Pizza, Vera Bradley, Uggs, City Works, The Boathouse, Mori Meadow Street Food, Chicken Guy. Like, they have so many different places on there that you can go and get a discount for just because you grabbed a map. So, please, I'm begging you, go do it. Save some money. Yeah, get a map. 
So while I was looking up Joffrey's drinks for this year, I actually found a Joffrey's Awesome Drink Holiday Remix. It is after the holiday special. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they are doing, it's a festive galactic blend of frozen lemonade ice, Minute Maid Premium Lemonade, green apple syrup topped with sweet strawberry popping boba. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Sounds like a lot. That is not coffee. <laughs> I know. I would try it. You Wait, is make- there tea in it? I'm sorry. Did you say tea? No. Okay. Just, yeah, I would try it. Just lemonade. And you can Beautiful. make it an adult beverage by adding Grey Goose. Grey Goose. <laughs> Grey Goose. Grey Goose vodka in it. Ooh. I would That's- be all over that. Spirited. As far as just regular holiday drinks. Are you just looking at the Joffrey's list? Because Disney has holiday treats all around it. No, just the Joffrey's coffee. Okay. I'm interested for myself as well as for this. So another thing that you can do in Disney Springs, they'll have DJs going. That'll be down by the Waterside stage throughout the day. They do Christmas music all day, just about. Disney Springs is kind of known for their live music. They have live music all throughout it. And the DJ is one thing that they usually have that used to be all the way in the back over by where the tree stroll was by Once Upon a Toy. It's now moved over to the Waterside stage. And the live music that they have all the time throughout it, you can expect that to be some Christmas music. I can't guarantee that because they can play whatever they want to play, I'm sure. But, I mean, it's that time of year. They're all going to play the Christmas music. Who are you kidding? As they should. As they should. And, of course, there's one last thing to do at Disney Springs around Christmas time. Ye old. <laughs> what? Ye old Christmas shop. <laughs> yup well the christmas store obviously but also just christmas shopping like you could find something for everybody there when we were living there for the dcp i found everybody's christmas gift i think in epcot interesting i want to say i got my mother's gift in italy my sister's gifts in china and japan i don't actually remember when i got my brother oh i got him a sweatshirt but that one we got while the fireworks were going in Magic Kingdom. Hmm. The sweatshirt? Yeah, the yellow uh, one. Gotcha. It's almost all in Epcot. Yeah, do you remember? I was like, I sent him a picture and my brother was like, oh, I like that sweatshirt. And I was like, what? <laughs> Done. <laughs> it's yellow. <laughs> I love that yellow sweatshirt. It's amazing. And I am going to be honest with you guys. We're recording early and I'm not 100% sure of what day this is airing. But if it's before December 12th, don't forget that you can, if you're in Disney Springs, donate to the Disney toy drive that they do, the ultimate toy drive as they call it. You can also donate money to it if you want, and they give toys for toys for tots. But Disney Springs does have some drop-off locations. So the Marketplace Co-op, the Star Wars Galactic Outpost, World of Disney, and the Disney Spring Welcome Center, you can literally just bring the toys right to there and they'll go for toys for tots. How cute. Me and Gina gave the same gift one year without knowing it. <laughs> what did we give? The fire truck. Ah, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. I sent you a picture and you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Um, I'm just a Christmas person, guys. Go, go donate. Go donate. Go make sure every kid gets a toy. But that is all. 
for Disney Springs. Unless, do you have anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, that is it then. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope you're having a great holiday season. If we missed anything or you just want to say hi, check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Spill the D Podcast. Uh, you can email us. Uh, we are spillthedpod at gmail.com. And until next time, we will see you at the castle. Merry, holly jolly. What does he say? Holly jolly, very merry seasons. Very merry. I can't hear you.